like you love, love me. Hope Radio. Midwestmixtapes.com, the number one website for Midwest rap. Midwestmixtapes.com, they promote and market albums, mixtapes, singles, and videos. Midwestmixtapes.com, they can get you on DJ conference calls, blogs, and email blasts. Midwestmixtapes.com, they work with several magazines, college radio campaigns, and street teams in multiple cities. What's good? This is Kelby Cannon, publisher of Making It Magazine, here to let all my independent artists, producers, and DJs know about MakingItMag.com. Not only are we Atlanta's number one magazine for the urban music industry, but we're a national platform that provides real opportunities, real exposure, and real industry connections. Just log on to MakingItMag.com. Sign up for your membership and start submitting music to get booked on major shows, magazine features, radio interviews, sponsorships, and more great opportunities. That's makingitmag.com. Doing dope stuff for dope artists. Ten years strong. It's going down. Here's another exclusive interview on K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and R&B. All right. K100, you bastard. K100 Radio. I'm Rose Lucas. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to another round of our direct line interviews on K100 Radio. I really appreciate everybody that's rocking with me right now. Uh, everybody that's rocking with us, man, you know, what we do here on our direct line interview segment is we chop it up with our independent artists and... Um, the artists that we chop it, the artists that we chop it up with for our K ones for uh, our direct line interviews, basically, we have a one on one conversation with the artist. We have the one a one on one conversation with our guest, and uh, oftentimes it's independent artists because we always try to show the independent artist some love. You know what I'm saying? We definitely want to show the independent artist some love. So you know, when it comes down to us chopping it up, we 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 play the music. We have a real straight up uh, direct line interview conversation with the artist and. You know, we, we try to go a little bit more in-depth than what you normally would hear uh, in a conversation. Our show is uncensored, so we can say things that you can't always say on regular radio, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we have a real frank and honest conversation uh, with, our, with our special guest. And so today, we've got two, count them, two back-to-back direct line interviews uh, with some up-and-coming independent artists that we're going to rock with. On our first segment, we got uh, the homie Will. We're getting ready to bring him online. In our second hour, second half of the hour, uh, we got an artist named Intellect. Right. So what we what the whole goal here is when we chop it up with these independent artists, what we want you to do that's listening out here on our social media feeds or watching this on YouTube or listening to it on SoundCloud, however you access in this particular, um, however you access in this particular um, interview, what we want to do is pair you up with the artist. And also, make sure you check them out after the fact. Like, if you're digging some of this music, if you're digging the conversation, if you're really feeling the vibe, go ahead, find the artist on social media, all right? Connect with them on social media, add them to your Spotify playlist, follow their YouTube channel. We're here to connect you with some really dope independent artists, all right? So without further ado, we're going to get ready to set this thing off, you dig? You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. All right. So first up, we got the man Will. Will, what's going on, bro? What's happening? What's going on? I'm good, man. What's happening with you, fam? Good. Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm just, I'm, I'm out here just living life, man. I'm in Atlanta, you know, just try, you know, talking to y'all, excited to talk to y'all, you know what I'm saying, trying to make some good music for y'all to listen to. Uh, Definitely, man. All right. So the first, I guess the first, the first thing is you want to make sure you got a, a clear signal. So make sure you ain't got no background noise or nothing going on. Make sure you got a, a steady signal so we can hear you pretty clearly over here. Now the first thing I want to do, I always like to just stop the music, just pause the music. You know what I'm saying? And just let you kind of right. let you go ahead and formally introduce yourself to who I listen to the audience. All right, ride with your window down. You gotta, you gotta roll your window up. All right. I got, you. I got you. Can you hear me? 
Y'all can hear you. All right, we good now. All right. Okay. Let's kind of get some background and stuff going on in the back. I don't know where you're at right now. Uh, give me one second. Give me one second. Alright, we we're gonna give you Alright, yeah. We're good, we're good, we're good. Alright, my bad, we're good. Alright, alright. All right, ready? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Alright, so go ahead and tell everybody who we rocking with. We got while we got you on the phone. Alright, this is Will. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself to the listening audience. Go ahead, homie. Man, my name is, my name is Will. I'm an R and B artist, man. I'm I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, I live in Atlanta right now, you know what I'm saying, in the A, from the H to the A. Uh, I just released a project called called H. All right. So we get ready to rock. All right, definitely. So uh, so you you're kind of going in and out. So I want to make sure we got a, a, steady, a steady signal on you. All right. So listen, we're going to get ready to play some of the music and everything. But first of all, talk to us about this relocation. You're coming from Houston, and you're already over here in Atlanta right now. So what made you do that? What made you make that move? That's the first question I want to ask. Man, I, I mean, Atlanta's a black mecca, you know what I'm saying? I, I moved out to Atlanta from Houston about a year ago, just awesome, awesome face stuff, just hopped up and was like, yo, let's let's make a move to Atlanta, man. If, if Atlanta's where it's at, that's where I need to be. And just made a move, man, and, and it's probably one of the best moves I've ever made, man. I'm excited to be here. I've been here a minute, and Atlanta is kind of growing just now starting to grow on me after eight years. It's just now starting to grow on me. But, but yeah, man, that's why I moved. It was just a better place to be, I, I thought, for, you know, for the music and, and for life in general, man. It took you eight years to figure that out? I got, I knew that when I came down within, me, like, hours. <laughs> <laughs> it took me, like, it took me, like, eight years. Right, right. It took me a minute because I wasn't so, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm Houston. Like, people from Houston, we love Houston, man. I'm 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 ingrained in the Houston culture. I love Houston to the death. You know, when it bear me a G and a H is what I always say, you know what I'm saying? So when I came out here it just it just was like Atlanta's cool but it ain't it ain't this, you know what I'm saying? Saying that when you're coming from a city like Houston, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, put, put my background music back up. Like coming from coming I've been to Houston uh, I've been to Houston three times. I always have a good time when I go. Shout out to everybody that I've always rocked with, all of my people that I saw there in Houston. A uh, real cool place to go right. visit and, and like, I like Houston. It's, it's a lot of, you know, hey, we, we, if we want to start matching up women, y'all right behind the A. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, so, right, hey, behind, you know, right behind the A. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. We definitely in front of the A. We in front hey. of the A. Oh, it's, it's, it's some baddie women in the A. It's, it's, <laughs> you can find a baddie. You can find a baddie working at AHA. Don't, 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 don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep. Well, that's, I guess I don't know. I, at the end of the day, both of them are good for that. You know what I'm saying? If you're a guy, sure. you're trying to... Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. But uh, I like I, the whole... I will, say, I will say that this is a good place to be in terms of the ratio. The ratio is crazy out here when it's, when it's women that's to men. If you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay that's I what I mean. Okay. Yeah, you know. So listen, but I like the culture of, I like the, culture of the state of Texas. I've always loved that part about um, the fact that you can literally be a star and have a whole career just in the state of Texas because it's so huge and so massive and there's so many different cities there. You know, especially in hip-hop, a lot of artists have just been able to survive off of just being artists, you know what I'm saying, and doing their thing in, 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 in right. their own star. You know what I mean? So tell me about the difference in the grind as an artist, just specifically the grind as an artist from Texas to Atlanta. Because you said you made the move and you, now you're feeling like it's the right move and everything. So just tell me about the music right. industry scene as an independent artist, H-Town compared to Atlanta, and why you could compare them and just tell me which one is better to you. Oh, man. Come on, man. You put me in a bad spot. I think uh, Houston, <laughs> Houston, man, we're, we're, we're known, for, we're known for, our, for our culture. We're known for our attitude. We're known for our, you know, our laid-back, you know, kind of cool, demeanor, sweat. You know, we just chill. You know, it's real chill. It's a screwed-up city. It's a slowed-down city. So, it comes out in our music. It comes out in a lot of the things that we do. It comes out in our personality. Um, and in the A, and in the A's, it's a lot more. It's a lot less Hollywood in the A's, I think. You know what I'm saying? In the A, the A is very. You know, it's the Black Hollywood. It's the entertainment industry down here is booming. It's crazy. It's like, you know, it's like being in L.A. but just in the South. So it's a lot different in that aspect. It's kind of, kind of what have you done for me lately? It's kind of funny to me when I look at it, but. But the A has a good culture of music. 
it's definitely right now hip hop culture is taking over the world and, and in Atlanta Atlanta gives you all of that. Atlanta gives you you can walk up you can go down the street and run in the future. You can which I've done, you know what I'm saying? You can go up the street and run into, you know, B Cox or, or anybody, you know what I mean? Right. And right. uh and I think that's what kinda stands out from from Atlanta. The Houston's so big that even if people live there, you're not all up on top of each other like that. But in Atlanta you could pull up anywhere and, and everybody's there. You know what I'm saying? So it just gives it a little different feel you got you right there in the mix of things and and as long as you got good music and and you know you look good you smell good you feel good you know Deion Sanders with it <laughs> you know we all good everything is great so all right so yeah I I uh good answer I like that answer I I, I feel like if, we, if I feel like Houston, no for real I feel like Houston is definitely like the closest to me personally now I've been I've traveled all over the south now I've been there I lost count of how many places I've been over the south but I've been over a lot of places in the right. country but I've been all over the South, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, personally, Houston is, like, the closest thing to Atlanta in the South. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you know, if I, if I don't think any other places, like, you know, can be compared to Atlanta except Houston. You know what I'm saying? Not even really right. Miami because it's got its own thing going. So I would just say Houston is, like, the closest thing because you still have that Southern hospitality and all that stuff that's mixed in right. with just being in general. And you've got big city stuff going on and everything popping. So, I mean, I, I always I, like. I to, agree uh, with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's uh let's talk about the music. So what what brought you to the game? What what brought you into the music industry? Did you start from like gay high? You know what I'm saying from from day one, or what brought you into the actual industry? And what made you want to become an artist? Man, man, when I was when I was younger, you know, my pops was a musician. So my my pops was, uh, you know, I I didn't grow up around my pops. My parents got divorced when I was when I was real young, but. Whenever I used to go visit my pop, my pop had like this little old school, you know, studio set up in the basement. And my sisters used to sing, you know, and I had two sisters and they would, and my pops would bring them down there and be like, yo, you know, tell one of my sisters, yo, sing this note, tell the other sister, sing this note. And I'd be like, yo, I want to sing too. And they'd be like, nah, you know, I'm younger than everybody else. <laughs> so, so it kind of inspired me. You know, I would go into other rooms, you know what I'm saying? I used to watch. If they they inspired me. They didn't know what they was doing. I would go in the other room and watch Michael Jackson for hours. You know what I'm saying? Hours at a time. And and then it just got to the point where I started picking up. And then I got to, I was a big athlete in high school. I got to college. I got hurt in high school. Got to college and was like, yo, I don't know how to be a regular student. I should, you know, I was always in the music. Let me get back with it. Uh, me and my homeboy who's sitting right next to me right now, one of my best friends, best friend in the world, uh, Davis Chris. He we started, we met, and we started a singer group called New Harmony, and we was rocking the campus. We was rocking the campus with a record that we had called So Throws, uh, and then that led into that led into us throwing big productions. We threw a big play called Undergrad, the musical, three of them, in front of thousands of people, you know what I'm saying? So we ain't new to this, you know what I'm saying? We're true to this, and we've been doing it for a minute, and it just, just, it just kind of built and spiraled and snowballed into something bigger, something bigger, something bigger. Right. And, uh, you know, here we are today, you know, still well, working. It, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like it's always been in you. I meet a lot of people. I, I, I've literally lost track of how many artists who were former, like, athletes. It seems, it, there's something about being an athlete in high school or something, and then if you go to college or whatever, <laughs> something happens, something along the way happens, and that does, that's not your destiny. I meet so many independent artists. I mean, there's a lot of independent artists in the game that were former athletes. I think it's something about being right. an athlete and just being out there and being in the, in the spotlight. The pressure that come with, like, performing and all the other stuff, you really don't worry about that because you've been performing in front of people already, even if you wasn't on stage. Been, been, been doing it. Been doing it. Yeah, been doing it. I was a high school quarterback varsity squad in, in – and D what twenty four twenty one five A Houston Texas man that 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 Friday night life shit is for real yeah <laughs> that's for real and you know what yeah. I'm saying you and you got forty year old fifty year old booster club members telling you you know talking to you crazy when you're sixteen years old man getting in front of and a thousand people and rocking the stage ain't nothing that's cool right. like let's do it right 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 I'm telling you man it's something about that it's something I'm I I, I found that connection. And you see a couple of people that that's blown up in that that were former athletes and that were stars, but there is a definite connection between uh, teenage athletes who end up becoming artists. 
we end up becoming great because, you know, the, the early on, the pressures of stardom or the pressures of performing and things like that, it's kind of all, they've already soaked all that up. And so it's kind of in them to go out there and do their thing. All right. And I want to make sure that we have time to, uh, you know, to jump into the, a couple other topics like, like R&B. What do you, what, what do you think all about right. the state of, what do you think about the state of R&B right now? R&B, not, when I say R&B, I'm talking about what's popping. Don't get me wrong. And I don't want nobody jumping down my throat on the live feed or anything <laughs> like R&B. We know that there's pure R&B out here. We know that there's a lot of artists. They're not getting the airplay they should on some of the, on some of the stations. Not just because we play everything here, but the right. state of R&B right now is really moved away from rhythm and blues and soul. And it's really, it's really, really close to like hip hop. You, you got a lot of the, a lot of the top R&B acts. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like almost like hip hop and, and kind of vice versa. So, what do you think about the state of R and B as a genre right now in the game? Uh, man, I, well, I blame technology. You know what I'm saying? Technology it just got too easy. It got too easy for for anybody to make music. You know what I mean? Like you can, and it's not to say, and it's not to, it's not to talk bad about nobody or discredit anybody because the engineering and the techno and the technical side of things is absolutely. But you know when when you don't have to sit down and, and figure out how to learn how to play the bass for ten hours, ten hours a day or whatever, you know what I'm saying. If you don't have to sit down and learn how to play the piano for however long, when I was learning how to play the piano, I was teaching myself back in college, spending spending four or five hours at a time. I forget to eat. I I stand up off the bench and and feel like I'm about to pass out because I forgot to eat. You know what I'm saying? And was doing this, but and some cats just did that. You know when te- when technology came around, so cats just did that with Fruity Loops and and Logic and all that other stuff. So it just made it a little bit easier for kind of the layman to make music. So I think right now the state of R and B because everybody wants to hear hip hop and hip hop is the culture that's kind of like taking over and and everybody is more so concerned about the production than they re- and and the vibe of the music than they really are the. Uh, I would say the the I don't want to say the talent because there's talented people doing doing music still. Um, right. I just think that R and B has kind of people are kind of numb to the to the super love thing, and people are kind of numb to. It's not even really the fact that that you can sing or not sing because you got cats out here like Bruno who's kind of doing R and B pop, you know, who can right. actually really really sing. You know what I mean? And you got Usher, Usher who can really really sing but he's kind of doing everything and it just it's just a matter of it's just a matter of what we as consumers decide that we want to listen to people forget that we got all the power like if you want to if you want to hear what you consider to be good music then don't listen to the stuff that you don't consider to be good music listen to what you consider to be good and that's it like they gonna they gonna the record the record labels and the radio stations they gonna give us what we're asking for you know what I mean? And if we ask them for what what a lot of people what a lot of people kinda say is not good music then then that's what y'all ask for. People say music sucks nowadays or hip or R and B is gone, R and B is dead, but but what, what are you listening to? That's what you're listening to. You listen to the stuff that's not R and B. So that's what they right. So so you don't you don't you don't necessarily buy into the fact that people can 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 buy their way into major markets and media, major media platforms and force, you know, not necessarily force, but have a lot of, 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 of exposure on, on multiple platforms because they got the money to do it. And then people hear stuff and they just kind of get used to it. You don't think the influence, you, you think that people ultimately are going to follow the wavelength because I, I hear what you're saying, but then I, I turn around and I look at it and I look at people and I say, well, they're like, Oh, I, I, this ain't real R&B, R&B is dead, and blah, blah, and they're complaining about it, but at the same time, somebody has to be listening, somebody has to be paying these advertisers, right. do you think that it's just money? How, how, much, how much would you factor into the fact that there are people with deep pockets that are going to push the envelope to where they want it to go, even, even if the consumer doesn't want to play ball at first, so they eventually start playing ball? What do you think about that? Right. I, I, well, my thoughts on that is like, what's different, what's different about that? What's different about that, it was 10 years, 15 years, 20 years from, you know, 20 years from today. Like, there's not a whole lot different about it. You can, you, any, money makes everything move. <laughs> so, 
So if you yeah. got money, you can. If you got the money to, if you got the money to to get to make your song or make your record, whatever, you know, hit somebody's ear or hit somebody's eye ten times in a in a week, you know what I'm saying? Then that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna fall into. You're absolutely right. Like there's, I I don't see what's wrong with that. If 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 everybody that has that money is doing it, then hey, like that's what you got to do. But if you have if you have the money and you want to put out good music, you can do that same thing. You can use that same that same line of thinking, that same logic, that same theory to apply it to good music. But but who who has the money is the question. You know, what I'm <laughs> you got to sit down and ask yourself, like, yeah. who got the money? And and a lot of these cats, you know, some of these cats phony, some of these cats fugazi, and they playing. But some of these cats is really about that life, and they got they got money from the drug game or whatever, and and it's. And they got a lot more money than a cat working nine to five trying to do trying to do music as as a career or or you know somebody who's living at the house and they you know whatever they're making a little bit of money here and there, you know and kind of allowing with money trying to spend that on marketing as opposed to the cat that's making a thousand two thousand three thousand an hour, like of course right. he's going to be able to to run the game and he's going to run the game with what with what uh, speaks to him. You know what I'm saying? If the streets speak to him, then he's going to he gonna let the street. He gonna make the streets talk. Yeah, that's it. So, that's it. so I, 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 I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a weird space where I really just, I try, I try to do my best as, as somebody that has a platform to, to put the, uh, the, the, the true R&B to uh, on display as much as possibly can without losing a complete total audience. You know what I'm saying? I have, even I have to right. temper it. You know? But you know, uh, I think we all have to do our due diligence. Uh, to make sure we keep this part of our music, because we need—I feel like we need R&B as a people. Like we can't, we and we need love. We need love music, like like more than ever before, because we've got so much shit going on amongst our people. We need better relationships. We need—I ain't saying I ain't ready to go back to begging, baby, 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 on my knees, please, like the right. you know, like you know, kind of like yo, know, that I don't know, right. but a form of that, that. <laughs> yeah, a, a version of that though. A version of that. Fella. A version gotta, of it. A version of it. Yeah, yeah. But and I agree with you. I don't, I agree with you. But does the rest of the world? And and, and it seems like the rest of the world. Because every time I had this conversation, everybody's like, "Oh man, this is what I want. This is what I want." But what? But what? What runs it? What runs it is you know people go to the club. They they party. They want to they want to turn up. So that the music is gonna fill the void of whatever you're looking for. If you're not always in a lovey dovey mood. And if you got a whole, yeah. and if you hanging out with all these cats who think they, you know, they real niggas, they trap niggas, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They're going to listen to what they want to, you know, what they want to pretend to be. You know what I mean? So if if that love stuff, if the love stuff to to everybody feels soft, then they're not going to support it regardless. But we all know that everybody needs that. We all know yeah. everybody needs You got to feel that boy. You're not going to listen in the future when you, down with your wife trying to trying to lay down with your wife and have a good time, you know, have a good night. You gonna right. listen? You gonna pop in some R. Kelly? You gonna pop in some Jodeci? You gonna pop in some Prince songs? You gonna pop in? You know, you gonna pop into something that sets that mood. But right. It's like everybody's always in a damn trap mood. Oh, you gonna pop in some Will, which is what we're about to do right now. You are tuned to the K100 Radio Hip Hop and right. R&B. Yep, 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 yep. K100, you bastard. We're live right now, direct line interview. We're rocking out with the homie Will right now, man. You know what I'm saying? And I had to make sure I spelled that right. I spelled it wrong at first, but we, we got we corrected that. It's Will with an X. <laughs> not, no, not, not. We don't be calling folks their government name over here. We was tripping for a minute, but we got everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yo. Yeah, we got to jump into the music, man, because 30 minutes goes by real quick when we're having a dope, deep conversation, and we're running up on the clock. So I got two songs by you. I got In Person. I got Bertoli. We're going to play both of these joints, but I want you to introduce whichever one you want to come first and tell the people what they're about to check out. Man, I want y'all to listen to In Person, man. In Person is a single I'm super excited about. I teamed up with B-King out of Houston, Texas, and Chameleon out of Florida. It's a banger. It is a club banger because I know y'all want this club turn up, have a good time. So I want y'all to listen to this. It's for all my IG models. It's for all my all my cats that be looking at the IG models, hitting their likes a million times, trying to put they trying to put the little looky eyes in the heart in the heart eyes on them. 
this is for that. You know what I'm saying? So I want y'all to twerk, twerk. Let me see it. Let me see what it looked like in person. In person. All right. Let's check it out, man. This is Will. Name of this joint. It's called In Person, all right? This is K100 Radio. We're rocking with a direct line interview. Remember, if you fuck with this record, yo, yo, fuck with the artist the long way. You dig? Download it. Check out the video when they drop all the good stuff. Add it to your Spotify. All this stuff, man. Let's check this joint out, you dig? K100, you bastard. K-100, you bastard. When you drunk, girl, I like the way you work, yeah. Make that earth. Do a flip like a circus. I see you on IG twerking. And that booty a little bigger in person. In them jeans in the first place. Oh, yeah. Club Godzilla, yeah. ain't nobody thriller. Yeah. Pull up in the Bentley with some bad metal in it. Ay. I'm in Club Honey, yeah. I need change for honey. Yeah. Pop me for this money, take the cover gang. When you drunk, girl, I like the way you work, yeah. Make that up. Do a flip like a burger. Yeah. I see you on IG twerking. And that booty looks bigger in person. That booty looks bigger in person. That booty looks bigger in person. Bounce, 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 baby, work it. Yeah. Talking about chameleon, a uh, chameleon hey, snapped on that thing, man. Yeah, shout out to yeah, chameleon. She did. Yeah, she did. Shout out yeah, to, I actually, to yeah, I actually know who that is. I actually know her, so it's like dope to hear hey. some artists ran across before, and I've seen her out here in the field and stuff, and at different events. Uh, so I actually know who that is, and I was like, oh yeah, I heard that. That was that. I was waiting oh, to hear more to see if it was the same one, and I was like, yeah, that's her. She snapped on that. Yeah, thing, that's man. her, man. We gonna shoot the video. We gonna shoot the video in January, man. Pull up. Oh, hey, like, send me that invite, man. You know what I mean? You know, I come and get I my cameo. You. I got, I'm in, I'm I in all kinds of cameos. Cameo. Yeah, I be in all kinds of cameos. I be ducked off. I be like, you know what I'm saying? And with my drink in my hand, I always <laughs> got a drink in my cameo, especially for the clubs. Oh, hey, man, we, it's going to be a party. It's going to be a party, man. So, yeah, pull up. Uh-huh. I'll send you that invite, man, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. But before we go, we still got one more. We got Bertoli, and then we got our second interview coming up. Tell me about Bertoli, and we're going to ride out into the sunset on this one. Man, Bertoli, Bertoli is a is a is a thing that me and my me and my homeboy, me and my best my best dude, man, we just cooked this up literally, just on hey, we were just feeling swaggy, we just did a couple of records and and they all felt good and we was like yo sauce 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 everybody be on this sauce shit so we was like look we gonna give y'all a little bit Bertoli we we, we Bertoli with the sauce so and it's just some fun stuff me and him did cooked up together and if you want to listen to the rest of the project, man, I would I want y'all to check it out. I want y'all to hit my Instagram at Yo That's Will. You can listen to Bertoli and the rest of my project H. 
uh, and it's some good records on there. I'm sure you're going to love. So, Bertoli, we cooking up. I hope y'all enjoy it. Once again, my name is Will, W exclamation L-L, yo, that's Will, uh, on all social media. Appreciate y'all, K100, for having me. Bertoli, cook it up. Bertoli, he got real fancy with it, too. He could have said anything, but nah. Sauce. Nah, not no ragu. Nah, nah, not Bertoli. Bertoli. I, I know that went over a lot of y'all heads. I had to stop and think about it last time when I went to the grocery store, and I was like, Bertoli, I get it now. Sauce. <laughs> All right, yo, man, no you know, uh, man. A couple people over here on the IG. Shout out to the people over here on the IG that's commenting and saying they they rocking with the song. They like that last joint. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in person. So we're gonna ride out into the sunset with the homie Will. Of course, if you want to connect with them, look on our social media pages. We tag them and stuff, especially on IG. If you want to find that record, and again, you know, what I'm saying when y'all see that video come out, y'all add, y'all subscribe to the channel, and then of course add this music to your Spotify playlist, man. Let's check out this sauce. And we're getting ready to roll out. Our next interview is coming up next. We got Intellect next. You guys don't go nowhere. This is Will. Name is joining us called Pertoli. You are tuned to the K100 Radio. Hip-hop and R&B. Hey, Baby, come and show me. You can keep it low-key. Don't be trying to handcuff me just like you the police. Channel, you're missing all kind of stuff, especially all these exclusive interviews with these dope independent artists. 
a lot of informational stuff when we're going out to all these music conferences and different events, talking to a lot of industry. All right, so make sure you rock with our YouTube channel if you haven't been rocking with it, all right? Let me check my phone lines real quick. I believe the homie Intellect is already on the line, ready to roll. Hey, yo, Intellect. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, man? Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to K100 Radio, bro. Oh, Glad thank you have- for having me. Yes, 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 yes. Glad to have you on the phone, man. I'm going to pause the music. Now I want you to holler at my people, man, and go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience that's checking us out live on our live feeds or anybody that's listening to this after the fact on YouTube or on SoundCloud. Go ahead, man. Tell them who we're rocking with, Intellect. Hey, man, on one of the best radio stations out there, K100, it's your man, Intellect. Uh, Helen, from the, uh, all the way from the East Coast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Intellect Music, the number one. Same thing for Twitter, IG, SoundCloud. Um, uh, on uh, Spotify, it's just Intellect. And uh, we're going to talk about the, the album, Out of Left Field, today. All right, man, let's get to it, you did. All right, back to music. All right, man, so listen, um, you know, this is the first time I'm getting a chance to uh, hear some of your music, man. I'm really looking forward to checking some of it out, man. I mean, so there's a lot of, there's a, I read some of the bio and talk about being uh, a vet, you know what I'm saying, about you being, you know, uh, somebody that's, uh, you know, how does that play into uh, your whole mantra? How does that play into your whole career as an independent artist? I mean, I think it, it, it definitely caters to the, to, the work that, to the work ethic, right? I mean, I spent the better part of 17 years, you know, in the Army and in the government working in special operations and, and some other places I've, I've deployed, like some of the other fellow veterans. You know, right. so not just, not just the mantra, but it also plays into having a lot more substance to talk about that right. either people are afraid to talk about because they may find it taboo to talk about some of the things that we go through, especially, you know, psychologically or relationships, what have you, uh, you know, and people know what that's all about. But also, too, you know, that art of storytelling, you know, is a big thing, you know, in the military. Like a lot of times that's how we learn how to do our job. It's just OJT. You know, when you're going out, you know, outside the wire, you know, you're listening to guys who's been doing this, you know, 10, 12 years before you on the things that they encountered before they got into a firefight, you know, and they're telling you stories about this, you know, about these things. So when you translate that to music, it's the same thing. You're telling somebody a story to educate them, to entertain them, whatever your, whatever your end state is. I I really like that. I mean, and especially the part that you said about, um, Experiences like I, the one thing, one thing I will give military um, will have you in some parts of the world that you would never ever end up had you not had you not been a part of that. You feel what I'm saying? And so far, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, the whole world is kind of like America, and that don't realize there's a lot of stuff going on in other parts of the world. They really don't realize sometimes, even though we have a heart over here on a lot of fronts, how spoiled it is. Over here, even even when we're doing bad and we may have a lot of things going on, we still get harassed by the police. At the same time, you, you could be a Palestinian. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, worse. man. I mean, it's you a know. you know we we like to say it's a it's a big world. You know, in the military, sometimes that world becomes very small. You know, I've I've lived all over the world in every, almost every continent except Africa and Antarctica. You know, to kind of give you you know some perspective. You know, so definitely every time I step outside of this country, regardless of the things that we go through here, which, you know, as a black male in America, it is it is hard. Yeah. But to see the things that I see people endure and overcome in some places, you know, makes me wonder, you know, sometimes while we why we as a culture, as as a people of color, why we can't find a way to overcome some of those same things, you know, right. Uh, and, and like pick each other up instead of each other down. Cause I've seen it. I've witnessed it with my own eyes in other places of the world where you have other people of color that are oppressed, you know, sometimes by other people of color, but they yeah. overcome, you know, 
and it's like, well, why can't we do that here? Mm. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very interesting uh, conversation with intellect. We're live right now, K One Radio. This is the direct stopping up with intellect, having a pretty intellectual conversation. Of course, we're here for it. We love these kind of conversations. K One Radio. Let me ask you about this then, as a, as, 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 as that as we talk about it, let's put it over here with hip hop. All right. We popularize what kind of hip hop, you know, that, 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 that gets swept under the rug really deserves more. Tell me about the state of hip hop. What do you think about right now as far as the culture, hip hop and, and how it and how it and also since you're well traveled, tell me how hip hop is in the rest of the places that you've been. But give me two part questions. One, how you feel about the state of hip hop culture and two, when you're out there in the hip-hop now in 2018? I, I feel like in Mike, government name, Mike, intellect, whatever you want to call me, my personal opinion on the state of hip-hop, I don't knock anybody's music. People are making their money. That's great. You know, but I think in my personal opinion, the state of hip-hop, that we've bought into the gimmick. I've had a, I have a lot of friends that are DJs all over, and they talk about it all the time. Some work at radio stations. How were, you know, DJs, you guys, like, used to break records back in the day, you know, before it became, like, a business. You know, and now we have, as a culture of hip-hop, bought into, like, what I call, like, bubblegum music or the jingle. You know, it's whatever gets you that, the dollar, the fastest. Right, so you'll have these, you'll have artists come out, and nobody's even putting out an album anymore. When's the last time anybody's heard from cover to cover a hot album? Not like a hot few singles, you know, and then maybe comes an album, and then the album's kind of, eh, it's okay, but I like these five songs that also have the same five bass lines on the song with a change in melody or a couple of instruments. And then everybody's saying the same thing. You know, not to knock like auto tune or mumble rap, but everybody that's popular, what's coming out on the radio? Everybody is doing the exact same thing. You know, and that's not by that's not by accident. People found something that think works. But right. what we forget is what is timeless music. You know, when people play my music, I want I want somebody thirty years from now. Like when I put on, you know, Will Smith's and DJ Jazzy Jeff's Summertime and think it sounds like a brand new song or it's just as fresh as it was 30 years ago because it takes you somewhere. It ain't talking about trying to get you high or get into some woman's pants or, you know, like those are things that happen in life, but it's not idolizing that. It's taking you to a place in time where you can see all those things happen, but it ain't like, that's what success is in life. You know, I think, you know, the state of hip hop and the culture of it, I feel like that's where we've gone to because we've gotten as artists so into the business side of it, which is important to know, but we've gotten so into the business side of it that people have started to forget the craft, you know, the wordplay, the stories, the metaphors and the truth you know, that, that goes along with all of it. All right. I like that answer. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So now, the other part now, about hip-hop is you to, around the rest of the world in your travels. When somebody throws on a hip-hop record over in the Middle East or over in Asia, the response. So, so, so I, was just, I was just out in the Baltics. So I was out in Lithuania, Estonia, you know, out in Latvia, you know, and I was in London and the UK. So, you know, and this was like weeks ago. And like when people throw on like hip hop, I'm not talking about and I'm not knocking them, but I'm not talking about like little Uzi or little Yachty or, you know, Lil Wayne. When people throw on hip hop, when you're talking about Fonte, Nas, Most Def, you know, Talib Quali, Jay Z's in there, Biggie Smalls, Tupac. Like when people throw on lyricists, people go nuts. You know, yeah. when I was over there, like, like the radio stations over there, my music broke out overseas before people even heard it here or would even listen to it, for that matter. 
right? Because it's because it's different. But over there, like hip hop is respected and revered far more than it is here in America. And like yeah. what they they still and they still drive, you know, what they think is the best from the listeners, not just from the stations. So your DJs right. still control you know, what goes on, what goes on the air as far as new music, not talking about top 40 stuff that plays everywhere, but as far as new music that breaks, you know, if they hear it and they like it, it's on. All right. That's simple. Right. Well, we, well, long, 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 those days in a lot of parts of this country for various reasons, some of them you, you mentioned because of the business, some of it because of money, politics, and just a, a whole, there's a whole social thing would take a lot longer than 30 minutes to be the dissect. You know what I'm saying with everybody about some of the things that's going on behind the scenes and some of the public. You know what I'm saying? But it gets deeper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a whole, that's a whole two-hour woke segment that I got to have. You know what I'm saying? And with a panel of people discuss everything that goes on on that lane. But there's a lot of things and there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. Me, personally, I've actually traveled overseas and I can actually definitely say that what you're saying is definitely true about what kind of hip-hop that they like, especially in the U.K., and especially the way they view the culture of hip-hop, it is very still much the art of it, the art of it, even all the way down to graffiti and breakdancing. It's just still respected oh, yeah. a lot more over there. You know what I'm saying? They still love breakdancing 10 times more than they, than they have here. Like, it's brand new, like it's the 70s or the early 80s or some shit. You know what oh, I'm dude, saying? I still, I still see dudes in shell tortillas and velour jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's it's weird that now hip-hop has evolved and has broken down as a genre to about, at least we've got about five real hardcore sub-genres of hip-hop. Right? Like, I'm talking about five real hardcore sub-genres of the genre right now. And yep. Odd House over there, like that, that, that first original, the oldest genre of all, the very first original hip-hop is still revered over there. Whereas over here, it's like, uh, go get get me alone. It's a new generation. They call you an old head. They call you a hater if you say you don't like a certain kind of a certain kind of genre, a subgenre of hip hop. You get deemed a hater. It's all crazy over here right now in America. But say lobby. It is what it is. Let's get back into the conversation. You are one hundred radio hip hop and R and K one hundred radio. I'm your host, Blizzard. Thanks for tuning into the show. Conversation with the homie Intellect. Jump into this music, man. I don't want to run up against the like I did with my last guest over here talking. I want to make sure we have our time to music this time over here and, and talk about what we hear on the music, definitely. Uh, so, I got two songs by you. You got uh, Then There Were Two, and then we got Veterans Day. Which one did you want to hear first? Uh, since we since we started talking about Veterans, let's, let's, uh, let's let everybody listen to Veterans Day. All right, tell me about this record. What are we about to get into? You are literally going to walk through the mind of a veteran, you know, um, you know, speaking from his own experiences, you know, right. so, so Veterans Day is, is, is just that, you know, the things that we go through, you know, the things that we feel, we experience, and it's just a perspective of, of one veteran. And I'll, I'll leave it at that so people can actually kind of enjoy and pay attention to what's being said. All right. This intellect name is joining us called Veterans Day. K100 Radio, direct line interview. Let's check it out. K100, you bad. At war with my inner demons. I know I'm going to hell. At least I got my story to tell. Top secret assignments. Dotted line, I signed it. I guess I put my life on consignment. If I could press pause, maybe rewind it. Probably wouldn't do some of the same kind of shit. Like in a life in a foreign land. Or lying to my kids about who I really am. It's the only if you understand, hear the truth of a broken down battered man, exterior strong, exoskeleton, but inside hollow like false Republican, I'm all alone and consumed by my thoughts, the darkness, like the Loch Ness, the one sees the monsters, Pain. 
Parents don't want me to pass before them, but should I choose death to live life oppressed? My own country hates the color of my skin, yet leverage is my strength for war. But within, I'm much more complex than any Jay-Z metaphor. Try to make it better for my children to carry on. Even legacy for seeds of my seeds to live on. Pray to God for peace on this world the day that I'm gone. Antidepressants mixed with alcohol staring me raw. Post-traumatic stress disorder, I can barely perform. My psychiatrist just wants me to give her the long D. Call it cut my head, doctor medicated release. That patient confidentiality. Wow, first some trees lose my gravity. Now, crossing the brink of losing sanity. How can it be? They profit off a tragedy. Still feel the rush, like the freeway, so she gets a pop in the clutch. I'm dying anyway, might as well roll up a touch. I'm back smudge, abandoned in this world, looking for God's touch. Life certain death, certain pull the trigger, die. Put the grab a final force, like you're trying to kill off my pain. It's going down. Here's another exclusive interview on K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. All right. Let's get back to it. K100, you bastard. K100 Radio, I'm your host, Blizzard. Thanks for tuning into the show. We right now chopping up on a direct line interview with Intellect. We're going to bring him back on the line, man. So I definitely feel where you were going with the um, with song right there, man. The vibe of it definitely, definitely push you classic hip-hop as far as the production goes. Good joint. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, a lot of deep stuff that was said. Shout out to Keith Hellraiser over there checking us out over on their Facebook Live. Peace to the God over there, homie. What's going on? Man, shout out to everybody that was checking us out over here also as well, over here on the uh, Instagram live feed that's watching us live. And, of course, listen, if you're watching us uh, after the fact over on, the, on our YouTube page or if you're listening on SoundCloud, please make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also, make sure you uh, follow us on SoundCloud and also the artist. Like, if you're right there already on social media or whatever, you know, look up the artist and rock with them. If you thought that was a dope cut, uh, I often tell people all the time, man, you know, the whole point of doing these direct line interviews is not only to have a dope way to give uh, up-and-coming artists a great platform, but it's also to connect them with anybody that may come across this video or this uh, or this podcast or listening live. It's for you to connect with them. So if you're really digging and vibing it, it don't cost you nothing to like a song, to share a song on your page and say, yo, find some dope new music, find some dope new hip-hop, check it out. That's how shit pops off. That's the whole point. All right? So if you're complaining about some of the shit that you don't like and you do like something that you hear over here, Let's share it, man. Don't cause shit to share nothing on social media. You know what I mean? A lot of movements can start that way. So now, back. Oh, we got somebody on the phone line, too. And listen, if you want to call in uh, and give a, if you want to give a shout out, if you want me to come to your phone line, if you're listening, make sure you press number one and we'll bring you on the uh, phone lines. If you want to give a shout out to Intellect or join in the conversation, uh, make sure you press the number one on the keypad. I see a number on there. So if you want to, if you want me to come to your phone line, I'll do it in a second. I see the 301. They want to holler at us. So I'll get ready to go to them in a second. Uh, stand by 301, because we got another song, but I'm coming to you before we play it. So, Intellect, back to the music, man, and back to what you were saying about, you know, how you feel about hip-hop, all right? And yep. trust me, trust me when, when I tell you, I'm definitely feeling, I, I definitely feel you. I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with a lot of what you said. And, um, you know, I've I put myself in the position to try to help as much as I can to, to kind of, you know, have a platform where everybody gets an even playing field. But when you're out there and, you know, you're traveling the world and you're, and you're making this music and you're doing you and you see all these other things, all these other cool cultures and atrocities and, and great things that you see that other people just don't get a chance to experience. When you draw that inspiration and you try to paint the picture, right? What about the artists who are doing the exact same thing that are real live living the stuff they're rapping about. Like, what about the guys that really are in the trap? What about the dope boys? A lot of people say, well, listen, man, that music is not really a part of hip-hop. And I say, well, you know, pump your brakes on that. Everybody's got their past and their story to tell, even if you don't necessarily like the delivery. Sometimes it's actual fact. How much, do, how much stock do you put in the actual truth in your music? Like, does everything you say have to be factual or... Like you said, the art of storytelling. I feel like you could tell a real life story. I think, like Brent, maybe, but it's not necessarily happening to you. 
What do you think? I think I think it's a matter of preference to the artist, right? I don't I don't knock a person's music one way or the other, whether it's true or not. Like I grew up in the hood just like everybody just like a bunch of other folks, I just chose a different path. You know, so uh-huh. I don't knock people who make trap music. There's trap music out I love, man. Like, you know, I I, I enjoy all facets of hip hop. There's just some that I'm more partial to because of my personal preferences than I am some others. You know, so if that's a person's story to tell, then I think that they have every right and they should tell, you know, their story. Hopefully, if we talk about trap music, they're just not self-incriminating because then nobody hear their music. You know, so you know, gotcha. but uh, gotcha. <laughs> but um. Stop. You know, but I think, you know, as far as me personally, everything I put in my music is truth. So for me, at least I can say if people don't necessarily like it, they will respect it because everything that I wrote down is true and is specifically tailored to that piece of music. You know, so, you know, when you talk about embodying a piece of music, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about until I hear that piece of music and become an instrument and tuck in as an instrument within that composition. Right. You know, so, okay. so I think everybody deserves to tell their story, whether you do trap, whether you auto-tune, whether you do mumble rap, and it's going to be partial to the, to the listener. The listeners are going to decide what they want to listen to more of, but that shouldn't stop anybody from doing what it is that drives them. Because as an artist, you evolve, you know, who knows, you know, I may do a record just like that because something in that, in that piece of production moves me to do so, you know, and, and talk about something that, that relates to those things. So, you know, I, I say to any artist that's out there, man, if you are out there grinding, continue to do it get your music to as many people as you can. And most importantly, like invest in yourself, you know, get yeah. your, get your product package, you know, make every, make all your things polished, you know, so that the people that you want to hear your music, time to listen to it because you took the time to present yourself. It's like going to an interview, you know, am I going to show up in jeans and Tim's or am I going to show up in a suit? All right, exactly. Good stuff. Now hold on. There's somebody on the phone line three four seven nine three four zero nine six six. That's the number to dial to the show. I think somebody wanted to holler at you. You maybe have a supporter that's on the line. We'll go to him real quick. Area code three zero one. What up? Who's this? Hi, this is Sharif from Washington D.C. How are you? How you doing, Sharif? Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to K One Radio. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Hey, go ahead. So I really enjoy the conversation that you guys are having. Uh, I listen to Will and I listen to his music, and uh, intellect. I really love the stuff that you're you're putting out right now. Uh, I really like the veteran Veterans Day song. Um, I just have a question. So the the trap music, the hip hop music, that's really you know the sound right now. But I'm wondering if you have any music out there that's you know strictly structured for the ladies out there. Um, I myself like music uh, from all different types of cultures, but I haven't really heard anything on hip-hop right now dealing with us ladies. I'm sure a couple of us ladies can agree so, that we would love to hear a song. So I do. Um, they don't have that record here this evening, but I do. It's called Your Eyes. Um, you can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, the single is already out. So if you're looking for something that is specifically catered and designed for the ladies, then I would definitely listen to your eyes. Okay. I would definitely cop that. Thank you. I have a question for you. When you say for the ladies, are are, are you looking for a song? I got real quick. I I can, I can go over now. This is my second interview. So we can go over a little bit. I got it. That's an interesting question. When you say for the ladies specific for you, do you mean like a, Powering kind of song? You mean a romantic kind of song? Like what is that? 
So in my personal in my personal taste, I like a little old school. I like LL Cool J. I need love. So I kind of like the artist's expressions when it deals with their feelings, like that sensuality dealing with music. So I'm kind of like looking for that. Like I've heard the stripper pole music, and that's that's cool and all. But sometimes I'm in my feelings, and I just you know I want to feel like I'm being catered and loved, you know. And you know there's a lot of begging with R&B sometimes. Not all music, but I just want to hear a little different, you know, perspective. And uh, and Intellect sounds like he's got something out there um, for me to chomp on. So I think I'm gonna check it out. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling K1's Radio. Thank you, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the interview. And please tune in. Uh, play a wide variety of music. So download our mobile app and pop it open anytime, twenty four seven, and see what we got playing. Never know what you're doing. Absolutely. All right. Thank All right, you. Thank you. Uh, so. All right, now you told me you, you like you said, uh, Intellect, you got a song like that. We don't have that one, but we're gonna pull the trigger on the second song that we got uh, by you called "Then There Were Two. Tell us about this. So this is when this record is about two things. So the first thing it's about is like me having a discussion with the woman I'm in love with, hip hop, you know, and me talking to her. This is also where the direction of the album change where we actually incorporated a second producer on the project who writes symphonies um, and lives in in the Virginia area. And he actually gave us a symphony for this album or for this record, you know, that we used and he became an integral, uh, integral part of the album. So he played all kinds of live instruments on the album. And just from that point, Nico at, at Sweet Spot Studios in Virginia you know, that's where the album was recorded, and that's where the direction of the album changed, you know, meeting him. And then we, we actually took it to Out of Left Field, because we actually had a different name for the album. You know, we were working on it with my lead producer, and then when Nico joined on, it became, uh, it became like this other different kind of composition. Right, you know, right. and him and him and uh, him and Mad Frequency just did some some incredible things where this album is all live instruments. So we don't have any digital music on the album, you know, at all. So everybody oh. put in like time and effort, like playing things, keys right, you know, to create this album. So it took us like over a year to put this together because of that. Okay. Well, definitely got to check this out, man. And we're getting ready to come up against the clock. So before I hit play on this one and ride out to this last joint by Intellect called Then There Were Two, I want to make sure you give out all your contact information media so they can find you and everywhere they can find this album. Right. Definitely. So, again, social media, everything is Intellect Music, the number one. Um, you can find it on Apple Music, Spotify. If you've got Deezer, Tidal, no matter what platform you have, you can find the album. Uh, you can also find me on IMDb, uh, working with uh, Morris Chestnut and uh, Jennifer Carpenter on The Enemy Within, which airs in 2019 that, that I'm working on. Uh, if you want to see anything else that I've worked on or participated in, you can go check out Season 2 of Quantico, which is actually based on my personal experiences in life. Oh, man, that's dope. Good stuff, man. Listen, stay with the video, all right? And we've been rocking out with the homie Intellect. We're getting ready to ride into the sunset on this direct line. And if you remember, if you love this music, if you like any part of this conversation, make sure you go check the artists out. Connect with them on their social media. Connect with them on the music platforms. Download the music. Share it. The last song before we go. And then there were two. This is Intellect, and this is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B.
Nico collab with Lex, featuring pen and pad. Frequency is driving me mad. I had, I had a dream of standing outside of my own skin, watching myself rock a mic in front of a hundred grand in Japan with my man Fumi swinging from the stands and my two Manny killing the face is part of the band. Carry the torch until the day I die. Look at my legacy. Hip hop survived through each breath. Exhale to the day she's revived. Does that make me heroic? Consensual suicide. Cause every bar, every verse, she knows I'm killing myself to be the best of the best. Cause I'm looking at this man in the mirror, clear a picture of my inner me. Only enemy, pull the trigger, blast, leave my brain all over this beat. Now breathe, breathe. Charismatic, rhymatic, dope tactics, we have it, blueprint, schematic, friction in the industry, it's called your affliction, but I end it, give them the pain of forward constriction, it's non-fiction, preparing these rappers for their evictions, it's my affliction, my will alone gives me conviction, that's the depiction I've seen in the premonition, it was written, doing this could lead to my crucifixion with precision. I could have all restricted emissions. Shut them up, shut them down. Then I'll make an decision and suit you up. Then there was two, me and you. You're the type of girl that I will bring to the crew. If they ever disrespect you, guess I'm playing them too. And then I slay you to beautiful music flows from your womb. When I die, you'll become my tomb. I'll live forever through these verses delivered to you. And then there was two, I give it all, give it up. Speak for a few, I'm talking to you. My first love, last love, there's no one above me. Hold it. 